it's here. We it, we we've been here. We just been went waiting for y'all to catch up. That's why I keep telling people, I'm like, welcome to the revolution. Thank you for joining us. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's it. They're like, wait for more. I'm like, no, that's it. Yeah, there is no gift bag on the way. No. <laughs> no. Hey, y'all, this is Trudy. Hello, friends. This is Louisa, better known as Weez. And you're listening to That's Not How That Works. This show is about diversity, inclusion, and equity and how these things show up or don't in the coaching and personal development industry and our broader communities. So if you like what you hear, join us in our Facebook group to continue the conversation. Enjoy the show. Hey, y'all. What up? What's up? Welcome to this alternative version of an episode of That's Not How That Works. (laughs) Shit is about to get real. Sure is. on these internet podcasting streets <laughs> so here's the deal so people know how yeah let's do it so here's the deal y'all it is october 27th and there's some shit going down in the world and you know we have some ideas for what we could talk about and etc cetera, etc cetera. and we feel like we need to almost have like an old school throwback episode. <laughs> That's just kind of like, again, th- th- this reminder that this show has really, the spirit of the show has really always been about like what it's like for us to just be in the work that we do, you know, with the values we have, with the identities we hold, with the families we have, just experiencing the world. And so that's what y'all are about to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we hope you love it. I really, I really don't care if you love it because I don't give a fuck about. I mean, today. I hope you love it. If you don't, I don't care. But right. like, I, I hope. Don't know, but I just had to say it explicitly. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel today. Right. Okay, and I'm about In to fact, so Trudy and I hop on. We record on Zoom, which is why y'all don't realize that we're not in the same place because we can see each other. So we're reacting right. to each other and and all that good stuff. And Trudy's like, "Oh, how are you?" Because we always do a check, and I'm like, "Good." She's like, that doesn't sound real at all. And I was like, yeah, because I actually don't care about shit today. She's like, oh. I was like, oh, let me hit record. Right. Because <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm like in full humanness today. And I will also say I have been called out my name so many times on IG today. Are you? Oh, my God. See, I haven't even been. I've been like nonstop calls. So what the hell? Well, so, because uh, I posted, like, hella early this morning, and, you know, when I post things that I know the trolls and white folks are going to feel a kind of way about. Oh, yeah. I or my team have to, like, really keep our eye on the comment section. Yeah. To block or delete things that are, like, specifically harmful. Right. Yep. And so, let's let's talk about the sequence of it. Yesterday, yesterday, in one day, we had both the confirming of Little Baby Voldemort. Little baby Voldemort. Who has zero experience. You know what? That's not really what it, she, she is. What's her name in Handmaid's Tale? Aunt, uh. Oh. Oh my God. My, her name is blanking me, but I'm gonna call her little baby Gilead. That's what I'm calling her. So I won't even say her name. Uh, little baby Gilead was confirmed yesterday. And then... Another black man experiencing a mental health crisis murdered in Philly. And so obviously Philly rose up. Yes. 
And so, you know, yesterday I was already like in, in my full humanness. Like I literally saw the news that she had been confirmed and like literally just like shed a tear because I understand what this means for all marginalized communities yep. and specifically folks that exist at the intersection of those communities or of yeah. those identities. And the weight that people don't understand that that's actually far more dangerous than even having Trump for another four years. Right. I think I was going to say, like, the point that you were starting to make before we actually hit record was that, you know, we have such a fucked up educational system. People don't even actually understand the implications of what this means. Like, you know, I live and I, I know that you live, you know, in this world where for the most part, our communities, our colleagues are really tapped into like what's happening but that's not the norm. Mm-hmm. And so all this stuff, all these people who are just like, oh, like whatever, like they're not really even understanding what's happening. And so that's that's the part to me why I was like so upset and just like I had this moment of like total deflation and like something broke in my heart because yeah. I know that is specifically in America, the United States of America, we intentionally do not do civic or political education. And so folks don't understand the Supreme Court justice. They don't understand the positionality, functionality, or power of the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. They don't understand justices. They don't understand that it's a life term. They don't understand how much power. I argue, I've always argued, that they have far more power than the president. Oh, absolutely. People don't really understand that. Power and influence, like momentary power to decide, but also like influence over the trajectory of like our history. A hundred percent. And our, yeah, our future part of knowing that like folks don't even understand that there is a full process and procedure for expanding the court, meaning adding additional justices. Like, so expanding the number of justices that can sit on the bench for the Supreme Court and that there is a, a totally lawful way to get that done. But one, it obviously like is not something that's taught. And two, here's the other reason why I was like, we're screwed because we have a whole bunch of old ass dashiki wearing Democrats who like to like put on their kente cloth and take a knee when it's convenient <laughs> after they have already disparaged Colin Kaepernick for taking a knee. And all they want to do, one of my homeboys, shout out Luke Brecky Meisner, one of my homeboys from high school said it best. And he was like, I'm tired of these old ass Democrats rearranging chairs on the Titanic. Like Literally. that's actually change. Literally. That's all y'all are doing. And so for me, I'm like, at what point do we actually have a Democratic Party and Democratic leadership that's like, oh, y'all play dirty, being the Republicans. Y'all play hella dirty. You don't care about humanity. You care about power and maintaining power and control. Mm-hmm. And we actually have processes, procedures, and systems within our power, within our jurisdiction to absolutely follow through on and that we could actually be using. But we don't because y'all want to be holding hands and singing kumbaya instead of fighting for people. And I'm tired of it. Like AOC and Auntie Maxine can't do it for everybody. No. And they're not the only ones, but they're the ones just popping in my head. So yeah, that's how I feel today. And then on top of that, another black man is murdered, is lynched by police in the midst of a mental health crisis while his mother is begging for his life. Yeah. I saw that video and it's just like, I don't even have words. You know how like, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
I can barely talk about those things. Like, cause I have this whole internal personal reaction where I'm looking and I'm like, that could be my son. That could be mm-hmm. my partner. Like that could be any number of family members. Like when you, you know, same for you, right? Like when you're, when you see that, like, it's not just something on a TV, right? You know, it's not just like, it's not just about what happened in Philadelphia. Like what happened? Right. It's not, that's, it's so much more than just the, the incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then, the, then, and so just to, to the cherry on the cake then is that, you know, this morning I realized, and this happens every time, whenever, you know, a say their name post, a post yeah. honoring the individual who has been murdered gets posted. Folks want to engage with it like it's a hot potato or folks want to share trauma porn and lynching mementos like it's a hot potato. Oh my goodness. It goes viral and you want to comment and you want to leave broken heart emojis. And I'm not talking about black folk, black folk, y'all engage however you want to. I'm talking about white folk and non-black melanated people, right? So that you can like perform your morning, your digital morning is a performance of your allyship and you share it and you reshare it and you engage and it gets thousands of likes but then the moment and i i have no problem saying this here because i already posted it on ig and people have been coming for me all day long but you know the moment that melanated folks black brown indigenous melanated people post joy post their children post them just being regular in life post them being excellent being magical post them just taking a walk crickets because y'all don't actually care about folks to come exactly exactly Yep. about how you can use us as supporting actors in the performance that is your allyship. And we're tired of it. And so I said that today, yo, I can't even tell you the amount of racial slurs that I've been called today. I can't. Like, and then, and or the like, but not me. Oh, but I didn't mean it. Oh, oh. but I've, I've been sharing and reposting. That's not what the fuck this post says. This post has nothing to do with if you're posting or resharing or, or, or my favorite was, but some of us can't go out and protest. Where the hell does it say anything about protesting? Can we have the conversation that I want to have and not the conversation you want to have because you're emotionally yeah. reactive and triggered because I just caught up your internalized whiteness. I am hyped. This is why I don't care about shit yeah. today. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to report about anything else because I'm tired. Yeah. I think that's a reflection of that guilt, right? Like that people who feel like, or who know that they're not doing enough or who want to center and make it about them and need the cookies that like, oh, we're not talking about you. Like they want the explicit excuse, like, oh, but not you, not these people. For people who are about it, who know that they're aligned and that they're showing up the right way, those posts don't even phase them because they know exactly who you're talking about and they know it's not them. Okay. I mean, for real though, how many times do I have to tell y'all like ducks don't look up when we're talking about penguins unless they have happy feet. So if you find your feet a tap dancing, right. somewhere inside of you, you do understand you and identify. know that you are, that this is you. And that's not a me problem. And the fact that I even have to put all those qualifiers in a post, I literally said, you should, right, exactly. caused emotional reactivity in you that presented itself as defensiveness or resistance, it's because you are still battling with your internalized whiteness, no matter how much of a woke mind you think you are. That's a you thing, not a me or the message thing. Please keep it out of my comments and DMs. Then I have to add another PS. 
Save your character attacks are coming for my racial identity, tone policing, and respectability politics. Y'all say you honor humanity. Let me live. Here's my human humanness. PPS. This is not about posting, reposting, and sharing. Please oh read what I've said. Again, what I said, not what you think I'm talking about or what you want me to talk about so that you can circumvent accountability. Y'all are exhausting. Exhausting. I was going to say that whole thing is exhausting. Exha- exhausting. I'm tired. Yeah. I mean. I'm literally tired. I wonder the extent to which people care about the actual emotional toll, not just emotional, but like emotional, physical, psychological toll that needing to do all that qualification and needing to like be monitoring the comments and kind of going back and forth with people takes on, on a person, right? Like on you, like on any number of leaders in the space who are like showing up and that, like, I think the irony is that there are so many folks who, you know, follow these IG platforms, again, yours and many other people who see you as leaders and who, like, say that they respect and say that, you, you know, that they're inspired or influenced or educated by, but they don't think about, like, what's behind the, in- like, what's behind the Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Like, are you sleeping, please? Like, oh, yeah, I am. I promise I am. Listen. October? I asked her this because there was a couple months where I would ask her and she's like, actually, no, I haven't slept in four days. I haven't slept in four days. No big deal. Well, so here's the thing. I had to make some radical changes in September. Yeah. And I implemented them all in October, which included me. Like when I am like, I don't care. Like, I'm glad we're just talking about and recording this right now. Yeah. Because y'all were about to not get another episode. (laughs) I mean, I don't care. You know, like that's really where I'm at with like getting to a point of, and, and this part of this is, is divesting from whiteness and productivity culture and like that mindset and all of that of like, this is a labor of love. Like y'all don't pay for this. Right. Make money off of this. This is you and me showing up. How many conversations have we had where we're like, we literally don't have the time, space or capacity. And sometimes somehow a week flies by and we realize we didn't even schedule a recording. And then we have to like rearrange hella things. Cause we're like, Oh my God, like so many things are happening. Yeah. And then on top of that, like being human and having the energy and, and like people don't understand, I think how much it requires and it's not a fakeness, right? Like it's not fake at all, but it requires a whole lot of work to not show up publicly all the time in this energy when this is how you feel. Yeah. Right. And pe- so even that is, is labor in and of, Oh girl, your hair is getting long. Um, even that is labor in and of itself. <laughs> and so for me, I really got to a point where honestly, I was like, Oh, y'all are hella unappreciative. And I'm not talking about specific people. So again, if you're right. having a moment of like, but yes, I am, I'm not talking about you, right. if you know how to show it and you're showing up and respecting boundaries and respecting our humanness and whatever right? As a entire human collective. Right. Exactly. Want people to be hell of unappreciative. Yeah. Like consumption culture is uh, the number one. And granted it's rooted in the, in slave, the slave industrial complex, but consumption culture is what our culture is about. And y'all really think whether it's me or you, Trudy, or anyone yeah. who's showing up in spaces and educating or doing it online or whatever, y'all really think that you're entitled to our time, our energy, our labor, our, our, personal lives, what we share with you, like a response from us. 
Yeah. And when you engage with us from that place and that energy, you have the audacity to engage with us from that place. Hell of unappreciative. Yeah. Like I had a woman, she's a whole problem, like super rooted in her whiteness. Like she took the culture of whiteness. She signed up for my podia. She, you know, all the things and multiple times, hella disrespectful, completely, you know, how explicit I am about setting conditions and guidelines, absolutely obliterated them, didn't go through a restorative justice process, refused to even acknowledge it because she is a white woman who is culturally Latinx, to be clear, but like use that cultural Latinx identity and the proximity to it as Mm -hmm. a way to circumvent responsibility. I feel about that. Yeah. I know you. And emailed after she like had caused harm and I let it slide. I was like, you know what? You still have learning to do. We're just not going to engage with you to the point where my team was like, yo, let me add her. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're going to let it slide. (laughs) Then she comes in the comment sections of IG being hella disrespectful to me, hella disrespectful to other people demanding my time on Instagram. And then literally direct quote is like, well, I pay you on Podia. So like I expect a response. First of all, work for you. What you pay for on Podia is a very specific thing. And let's be clear. You pay for the $10 community call. That's one call a month. You get that every month. That does not mean that you are entitled to me or my brain or my labor or anything else on a free social media platform, especially when I've already outlined that the question that you're asking is too detailed and nuanced to have in a comment section, but you wanted it when you wanted it. Right. Then proceeds to continue to be harmful in email. So I had to block her from everything and remove her. From Podia, like, had to go. She then proceeds to file a refund on everything she's ever purchased from me under the guise of not having received the the products. Oh, I swear to God. See y'all, this is what we deal with. And that's on a day, that's regular. That's normal. The fact that my team has to have a list, an ongoing running list of like, Who's been blocked? Who's been banned? Who will never get access to another thing? Who we have to make, like, who we've had disputes with because y'all get the thing that you get and then you expect us to show up however you want us to show up. And when you say jump and I have the the audacity to say, nah, I'm not going to jump because you're asking me to jump and that's a thousand dollar jump and you paid me a dollar fifty or you're not paying me at all and you just think I'm supposed to jump and I'm not going to do it. Then y'all are like, well, fuck you. And I'm going to put a reversal. Do y'all understand that with every reversal y'all do, there's also like a $15 charge. So not only are you taking the money back for a thing that you did already get, but now I'm getting hit with a $15 charge for every single one of those. Well, not only that, but then it like, it kind of flags your brand as like, you know, yeah, totally. So that's, it's like really a takedown. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you are very intentionally using every single weapon of the system right against you. Yeah, exactly. Simply because I said, here's a boundary. You're crossing it repeatedly. Have had many conversations with you about how you cross it. And then because I refuse to bend to your white will, Mm-mm. you're like, well, watch this, bitch. No. And that's on a regular basis regular basis so then on days like today when i'm like little baby gilead you know police out here doing what the institution of policing does white folks and non-melanated black folks yucking it up on on ig posts like i really just don't care i don't care i don't care 
to be polite about it. I don't care to, to center anyone else's humanity because I just feel like who, who gonna worry about me? I have to worry about me, which is to bring back to your original question around sleep. Yes. I'm sleeping. I'm going to the gym. Like I'm unplugging. Like, I really don't care. Y'all will get in. Y'all will get an answer when I answer you. No notifications are off. No, just no. Yeah. This reminds me of conversations that we've had and we've recorded episodes about like professionalism and the culture of work and how, you know, what, so the part that it's making me think of is how consumers take that culture of professionalism and kind of, you know, hold you up to these standards that are really not healthy for anybody. You know what I mean? It's like, we are not celebrities in the way that it's like it's the celebrity that like pays our bills and like like we're hosting events at clubs and people are signing us to like movies and we're like able to make all the money we need to make you know like that's not how this works like for sure this is actual work like it is actual work with actual like not just time, but expertise and emotional labor and now teams that we support right? Like, so other people's like paychecks and like, this is real work. Like, it's just not, you, you know, mean it's a real business? Oh, well, you know, like, it's funny because I'm realizing that not everybody understands that. <laughs> like, I'm real, I'm realizing that like a lot of folks, like it's easy to misinterpret like, oh, like here are these folks with this, po- this podcast, it's gotten big over the years and platforms and whatever. And it's easy to forget that it's like that there's actual like work that's being done and that the work, and I've said this before, the work is not about what happens on Instagram. It's like real actual work, real actual transformation work that takes time and energy and commitment and your labor and your team's labor and really being willing to sit with people through their processes. And so when we're willing to sit with people in their process, even though they've made mistakes and whatever for them to turn around and like act like they didn't get what they signed up for because they got too uncomfortable or because like, it's just the ultimate disrespect. I mean, not only that, but to me, it also is just like a a constant reminder that folks don't truly understand how deeply internalized. Yeah systems and ideological whiteness really is and they think that if they're just like yeah at the protest and voting and posting and reposting that like they're totally absolved from weaponizing you know power dynamics or all yeah. of these systemic weapons against other folks that are disenfranchised or marginalized in ways that they're not yeah, like that that their proximity to whiteness maybe they're not white like you said like you know culturally or whatever but their proximity to whiteness puts them in that place where they are just real comfortable going into that place where they're exercising that power and replicating those systems like we really need to be watching for that all the time literally all the time and y'all need to be watching for it too because Mm -hmm. The thing that will never, ever cease to amaze me is the folks who swear they're doing it right. Oh, They're like the wokiest of woke. Be the first ones. I was going to say, those are the most dangerous to me. Like, Listen, 
I'm curious though, because you operate in a, in a different space than I do, right? You're like right. really in people's businesses. Yes. And I'm wondering if, you, if that's insulated you at all, or if you see the microaggressions or yeah. the outaggressions in just like more subtle ways. Yeah. So, you know, I love, I love that question. So for us, I think it has insulated me a little bit, partly because, you know, I made that real explicit choice to do the work that I do in this very applied way in people's businesses and not to kind of go down this path. That's a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like public, like, like more general appeal, you know what I mean? Just kind of like general white folks. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Which is a lot, you know, a lot of your audience has kind of come from places that, you know, people who are just like looking to get more aware. So for us, by the time people are actually working with us, they've kind of done some reading, done some awareness, talked to my team. Like there's a little bit more filters. So in that way, it is a little more insulated. And, you know, the reason I made that choice is because I just can't, I really admire you. I'm not just saying it because I love you. (laughs) I do. I really admire you because like, I couldn't hold what you're holding. Like I like just, and we've talked about this, like our role in the movement is just different, right? Like I can't, I don't have the emotional capacity or patience to be in that kind of a, you know, just that role that like super public dealing with general population of people worrying about what's happening in the DMS. Like I, for, for several reasons, like I don't have that capacity and it's not my, like I'm much more effective in like really precise, you know, like in a really, in a much more applied way, but that doesn't mean that like there aren't people that we're working with because sometimes we're working with like entire companies. And so like maybe the the leader of that company has done a little bit of work and they're coming like really genuine and like I can push on them in ways that like open them up. But that doesn't mean that their whole team is ready for that. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so like, yeah, so we get a little bit of it, but it's definitely, and you know, and I'm still online and there's still, you know, we have, there's some crossover audience. So yeah, I definitely get some of it, not in the way that it's coming to you. It's just different. Yeah, that's it's funny you say that because I have recently decided one of the decisions that I made in September is I'm no longer taking on organizations or groups of people that mm-hmm. are like outside of my own courses that I teach. Right, right. The containers that I build, more than five people. That's it. I hear that. Like, I'm going to finish out a contract locally because for those that, that, that don't, no, Trudy and I both used to work in schools, like yes. and around yeah, school. Yeah. If, if you've been listening to this from the beginning, you know that. They know that. Yeah. But if you're new, you don't know that. But so I'm finishing literally like, and I actually had to have a conversation with this, this particular school because the, the, some of their white folk was white yeah. yucking it up. And I was like two seconds away from literally just being like, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I got to go. Cause I don't have yeah. capacity for it. So I'm going to finish with them and I am just, yep. no. So I conversely, I actually like admire that in you. Cause like, I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. And really, that, I can't No. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like really like in order to do this work well and preserve yourself, you have to know, like, what are you built for? Like, what are you, yeah. 
Like, you know, and, and I can, like, I can do that. And also like, I have a team of several coaches and consultants that like work on my team. And so like, it's not all on me. So that makes a difference, right? Like that makes a big difference, but yeah, like there's definitely, you know, folks that we, that we talk to that are like definitely earlier in their journey. (laughs) You know what I mean? And there's like just some adjustment, but that's where my patients come. Like I really have the patience for that. See, I can, I can do beginning of the journey. I can't do beginning of the journey within like quote unquote corporate or business structures. Yeah. And that's the only place I want to do. (laughs) Exactly. Like you, you'll be, you'll do that all day long. And I'm like, because if I have to then also, it's like, not only do we have to combat whiteness in people in that setting, like you're combating whiteness in people, but you're combating it structurally as well. Yeah. Yep. And I have decided for myself, like I will go up against the United States government all day long, (laughs) but you ask me to go to Google, I'm not doing it. Not anymore. And and that's the thing, right? Like before it's like I had to make that concession because it was like people don't want to aren't committed to doing this work and yeah. nobody on an individual basis thinks that they need it or it's important. And so they're it's only happening in quote unquote company corporate settings because that's who's paying for it. Right. Now I've like been able to make some shifts and whatever to like make that happen on an individual or smaller cohort basis. But outside of like workshop models or straight up and down, like quote unquote lecture series. No, like speaking, yeah. engage cool all day long. Right, Moving you through a transformational process in a corporate setting, blow my head off. I'm not yeah. doing it. Well, you can send those folks my way and I will no, send them to you. I, you know what? I'm pretty sure at the point that they know good and fucking well not yeah. to call me. <laughs> They're like, you know what? This Fruit Loop said that she'd rather take on the United States government than deal with Google. We're not calling her. Not a good match. Yeah. We are not. Yeah, no. No. We are not a good fit. Which is, like, also fine. Because then there's people like you that they can go to. Yeah. That's so funny. That's so funny. But I can't. I don't. But we've always known that. That's why even in working towards Woke, like, we got to that point where it was like, I'm going to do the first six weeks around like the internalization of whiteness. And then you got that business part. Because, yeah. And again, both of us have always said, again, if you can listen to earlier episodes, you've heard us say this a lot. Like we can both do both. Yeah, for sure. To a point where you recognize like, what do I actually enjoy teaching? What do I actually want to hold space for? And how can I not only protect my peace, but what do I have capacity for is super important. And when yeah. I got to the point where I was like, I don't have to do like corporate stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a new dog. I don't want to yeah. do it. And we're, you know, like we're picky about the projects we take. Like we, you know, I definitely, I'm not interested in going into like an insurance company or like, you know, no, I mean, like, not the, the no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm much more interested in like, you know, folks that are service-based whose work is about like transformation anyway Mm -hmm. that that should be because I just think that like the opportunity for alignment is so high like if you say that your work is about helping people transform their lives well then you can't actually even do that unless you have this like equity diversity like because that the the goals of those fields are inherently linked so yeah like I'm real picky what I don't want to do is like don't call me on no compliance bullshit like because your annual diversity trend like I was done with that Alonzo yeah 
But this, like the same, like, you know, like that, when you're starting a business, sometimes you're like, I need to go and do that check. I need to get that check and I need to do that workshop, you know? Well, not only that, but, you know, I think it's, uh, somebody actually asked me this the other day. They're like, oh, like there's all these panels and there's all these things and these online conferences. And I'm like, oh yeah, people don't ask me to come to that. And they're like, why? And I was like, because my business or like what I do and what I talk about is going to have to force them to reconcile some of the really like problematic ways that even they are reproducing systems of oppression and structures and weaponizing whiteness and power dynamics and like mainstream identities. And so they know good and well that like, they're going to have me come on there or they're going to ask me to come on. I've literally had people like, Hey, we'd love to have you come on, but like, you can only talk about this specific thing and don't talk about this. Clearly you haven't been paying attention to me long enough to know that that's not an option. Right. Yeah. They're the wrong one. Right. You pick the wrong one. Right. You tell me what not to talk about. That's exactly what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Right. Like, no. But that's like part of the reason, too. I've like recognized in myself, like it used to bother me. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start creating my own spaces and lanes, right. which is one of the reasons why people are like, oh, like if we go far enough back on your IG, like everything you've always posted has been, you know, or, or whatever has been the exact same thing. You, right. it, it's literally just a moment of me deciding of being like, fuck it. I'm going to open my own doors. And like, even if I'm screaming into the abyss on the internet and nobody cares and nobody listens, I'm not going to wait for other people to invite me into the space and then tell me, well, you can be radical. You can be direct. You can be bold, but like not that bold. Like yeah. not that radical. Like give me like a radical at like a four. You're showing yeah. up at an eight. Like I need you at a four, maybe four and a half. Right? Like I'm not doing that. No. Or you're inviting me onto things and I'm like, uh, do you know that this person on your panel has been recently called out by the queer community? And they're like, yeah, but they have a hundred thousand followers. Like what? Yeah, no, I'm not going to be there either. Right. And so like, it's, it's been this interesting process for me. And I'm like, this will make sense in a second, how my brain got here. (laughs) Of like, I made this decision to just be like on the internet doing, doing my thing. Cause I was like, I'm not going to wait for people to start inviting me into things. And it was also a very conscientious decision of saying, I am now okay never having another quote unquote corporate client again. Right. Like yeah. I had to make that decision for me to be able to start using Instagram yeah. or Facebook like the way that I do. Yeah. And when I made that decision, then that gave me full permission to be able to like say all of the things and like be bold and direct and say it how it needed to be said and call institutions and systems to the mat and practices right. to the mat and whatever in a way that I couldn't before if I was still going to have to like play the game of staying in corporate. Right. But then also with that now, it's just like this whole other thing of now white folks are like, oh, okay. And white folks and or melanated folks who are still deeply rooted in they're trying to increase their proximity yeah. to whiteness. Right? It's like, oh, okay. Well, you're not going to play respectability politics, but it's open season. Yeah. And so now it's just like a new kind of dance that I'm like, I don't really want to do this either. So how do I need to make shifts? Right. Because y'all are terrible. Yeah, folks are terrible. <laughs> it, can, it can definitely be terrible. 
Like y'all are literally just me. Yeah. It reminds me of like when we, it's so fun. Like where we have come like over the last two years is really like just incredible. Like when we started. I feel like it's three years. Has it been three years? I don't know. I'm like, what is time? What is time? It's a social construct. Yes. No, no. So it's definitely (laughs) two because we're at episode like 90 and there's 50. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just math. Math will help us out. Yeah. (laughs) So when we, when we started the podcast, right? Like no one was talking about it. Like I was telling someone today about like consistency and just showing up even when it feels like no one's listening you know, because we were screaming about this years ago and trying to like warn folks and just showing up. And we had like a hundred people listen to the podcast and, you know, a couple, like 200 people and, you know, like over time. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, now everybody sees that this is like something that they need to be thinking about. But you know, a couple of years ago when we were trying to like get guests on the show, you know what I mean? People were like, oh, I don't really know like about that. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, you want me to have what conversation? Yeah. Oh, you want me to, uh, mm, uh, is anyone listening to you? Yeah. Right. And now, I mean, I just, I just think it's funny how people will now be like, oh my God, like I should totally be on your podcast. Should you? Yeah, we get pitches all the time for the podcast, and I'm just like, Should you? you don't even know. <laughs> That's going to be a no. Right. No. I'll set with that. No. Also, because I'm like, don't, you, what y'all are not going to do is now use us for legitimacy or credibility. Right. Because you realize that we've been doing this since the dawn of what is our, you know, professional careers. Yeah. And literally, right? Like, even before the internet podcasting, whatever, yeah. was a thing in this way. Right. And now y'all are like, oh, let me make sure I really solidify the perception of equity. Like, oh, yeah, I was on That's Not How That Works. I was on it according to these. I was on right. Business Remix. We're, mm, no. Right. Like, I know Trudy. Like, I know Weez. Like, okay. Wait, can I tell you a really funny story? Yeah, please. This can be for everyone because we, we need comedic relief. Okay. This is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> so the Bay is not a big place. It is. But if you're really from here... You really know everybody by like one degree, maybe two degrees of separation. Right. And so recently there was a person who was like, who told somebody that I'm very close, like one of my inner circle best friends was like, oh, not knowing that they actually like really know me was like, oh, yeah, no, we like, right. Y'all, y'all should see Trudy's face, like swore up and down. Like they really know me kind of thing. And this person being the intuitive person that they are was like, oh, wow. Like how do you know Weez? And they were like, oh yeah, like I knew her before she was popping, blah, 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 blah. Like years and years ago, I met her through her, her cousin, you know, yada, yada, yada. So this person keeps probing and kind of puts it out there like, oh, we used to live together. <laughs> like, like I really know Weez. <laughs> and they were like, oh, I'm like, I know I'm gonna ask. Like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I'm gonna be like, oh, I just ran into so-and-so. And they were like, oh, I mean, I met her in passing one time. That one time. Like, bruh. I was in the passenger seat, threw up a fist. <laughs> right. Like 15 years ago. No. 
like that was just the strangest moment to me because this brings me back to this notion that like people really think like we are not celebrities we are not influencers if y'all are moved by the things that we say wonderful yes if you are called forth into the work by something you witness us do or say or teach amazing if you're probed in any kind of way, even if you're emotionally reactive to something mm-hmm. and you decide to pause and take that as like a, hmm, I should sit with this. Phenomenal. That's the goal. Right. But like, I'm not, we're not Kim Kardashian. We're not monetizing these platforms. Like, we're not right. out sponsored ads and ain't nobody you know, sponsoring the podcast. Like, no, right. like, nobody's paying us to do this podcast. Like, we're not getting like free. Benzes, you know, like I mean, that would be great. I mean, if anyone has a connect, like we'll if you were Audi, what's that? Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I would love free stuff. Who doesn't like free things? You know, the only people that do ever say, like, hey, fam, like I'd really love to give you something are other folks of color that are in this work that maybe came up on like a hoodie. They were like, Oh, this company's gonna like give me five hoodies, and like I want to give you one. Wonderful. Thank you. And I appreciate like, that. Yeah. And I, and I do want to say like, shout out to those, you know, handful of people over the years who have sent us like coffee, you know, like coffees and, you know, like, and, and people who support the Patreon, like there are a handful of people. There are a handful of people. A handful. Right. I mean, of thousands and thousands. That's what I'm saying. But like, I shouldn't be able to, as soon as you said that, run them down in my head. Mm-hmm. As you're saying it. Right. And again, I'm not saying, oh, everybody buy me coffee. Like, yo, I'm not gonna lie. Like somebody even said, they were like, what's y'all's Venmo? Or is that weird? And I was like, why would I ever say no to being paid for something yeah. that I'm doing for free? I am never gonna say no to money. Not because I'm like driven by the dollar and I'm at a, like a ruthless capitalist, but money makes life easier. Yes, give it to it me. It does. It really does. No, you can Venmo us. Absolutely. Trudy, what's your Venmo? It's just my name, just on like all platforms. <laughs> Trudy LeBron. And mine is an I. Is according to Weez, just like on all platforms. You know what I mean? Like, even if it is $5, $2, whatever. But like the fact that people have this fallacy in their brain that like we're getting paid just for existing in public. Like, no, actually we, it is, it is more costly for us to be in public, yep. doing the podcast, saying the things, and we have called out many a person over the years. Ooh, Y'all don't think yeah. that Glennon Doyle remembered us? Let me let me tell you this. Y'all remember when Glennon Doyle said she was going to have all these white women bring on other women of color, melanated women, to take over their platforms? First of all, that never fucking happened. That was a publicity stunt. If anybody noticed, none of those none of those happened. I got reached out to, and then it swiftly died, because when you vet either one of us what comes up oh you're gonna see whole podcast episode on glennon doyle fucking it up two years ago yep right so saying that to say it actually ends up costing us more right like it's not like we're getting cashed out no it's emotionally you're gonna have me on her show (laughs) Marie forleo is never having either one of us anywhere near her i'm pretty sure we made it to a absolutely not list on her team we had probably there's no way after all the things we've said on facebook on instagram on our podcast about her there's no way there's no no way 
I'm pretty sure our names are in like neon orange on a wall. Yeah, our faces like do not yes. serve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Banned from all things. Oh, I'm positive. And in fact, I know it because did I tell you this? We what? just put Bootsy out there. Y'all, this is just how we talk to each other. One of her copywriters is very good friends with a client of mine. Oh, wow. See. And they were having some trouble around a lot of things. And our names were suggested. <laughs> and I, the first thing I said was, she's not going to hire us. <laughs> she should. She should, but she's not going to. Yeah. She's not going to because the second you hear our stance, you know that you're going to actually get called in to really doing this work and being uncomfortable and having a mirror held up to you. But anyways, I say all of that to say, we're not out here like winning off of visibility. In fact, it opens us up to a lot of harm, a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of all the things, even just simply white folks in the DMS, like that are currently happening, coming and coming for me under these PPSs and these PSs, because they're trying to have conversations they want to have. And me simply saying, I'm not having that conversation. You are not entitled to have the conversation that you want to have. We're having the conversation mm-hmm. I don't want to have. Oh, but I just have a question. You also don't get to pick my brain for free. Yeah. You sound mad. Well, now I am because you're disrespectful. Please unfollow me. People get really upset when I tell them to unfollow me. <laughs> they, they shouldn't. They just, just. I'm like, you should be mad if I block you. At least I'm still letting you like be a IG creep. Just unfollow me. Why are you here? Go away. Yeah. Like, ew. Anyways. Anyways. That's everything that's on my heart, mind, body, and soul today. Yeah. Well, I think this was really important conversation for people to hear. I guess. I'm about to lose probably another hundred followers. It's fine. It happens every day. (laughs) I was going to say, like, you know, that happens. That just, that's just part of it. Oh, for sure. I lose followers regularly because I say things. So do I. Yeah. What I will say is. Shout out to the followers that stop following and come back a month later and DM. And granted, a lot of times I don't respond to them because you're only DMing me so I can be your emotional incubator, but at least have the moment of saying, I unfollowed you because you posted something that deeply like bothered me. Yeah. And after sitting with it, I realized that it's not because you were being aggressive or you were being mean or whatever. It's because you were speaking truth to the parts of me that I didn't want to look at. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm now a better person for it. Or I've actually examined that. And like, thank you. But see, that's the, that's the thing. Like, that's the purpose of it. Exactly. If, if we don't say the hard things, whether it's you saying it on Instagram or me saying it to, in coaching sessions with our clients or whatever, people don't have that opportunity to confront the stuff that they actually need to confront in order to get the transformation that they need. And again, I will continue to say till forever not to just be like a nicer white person, but right. actually to be equipped to participate in the like liberation work <laughs> and like the anti-oppression work that right. is required in order to, you know, create the circumstances where black and brown folks are no longer oppressed and where their life outcomes are no longer predictable mm-hmm. by their zip code and race like that I will continue to say that that is the goal of the work it is not about creating nicer white people no. it's not about helping people like feel warm and fuzzy inside or teach people how to be activists like that you might experience that as a byproduct of engagement but right. that is not the goal the goal is full liberation 
Right. I mean, and this is the thing. There's a lot of nice people who weaponize oppression like it's their middle name. Mm. I know a lot of quote unquote good people, but it's like if you're not actually critically analyzing the ways in which you've been conditioned to perform within the system, then you're going to continue to perform within the system. Especially when you're benefiting from the system, when you're benefiting from marginalizing people, when you're benefiting from exploiting people, when you're benefiting from like financially from, you know, like practices that are, yeah, from exactly from like the traditional, which is the kind of the stuff that I like talk about constantly in my programs is like, if you're doing business in that way, that is, exploitative and like for no fucking reason like you're part of the problem i'm only laughing because i I did a mediation with a company and they were like what do you mean like basically somebody told them like you're oppressive in all of the ways and they were like had all the defensiveness and my simple question was are you intentionally undoing right or are you just following business as usual and their response was business as usual i said well then you are inherently right producing the system like what do you mean if you are not intentionally undoing or like being counter cultural then you are just inherently doing harm like period yeah i literally just posted on facebook i mean on instagram before we got on here that like you can choose to do things differently. You can choose to do things differently than the way your coach taught you. You can choose to do things differently than you did them than your last launch. You can choose to do things differently than you did them yesterday because you learned that that was fucked up. Like you can choose to do differently. And at what point, you know, I've been confronting this a lot. Like at at what point do we say to people, your willingness to just not know is no longer an acceptable excuse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just time to stop. Just stop. <laughs> just choose to do things. Just choose to do better. Just yeah. That's it. And then, like, then get the help to do better. Like mm-hmm. it's here. It's here. We it, we we've been here. We've been when waiting for y'all to catch up. That's why I keep telling people, I'm like, welcome to the revolution. Thank you for joining us. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's it. They're like, wait for more. I'm like, no, that's it. Yeah, there is no gift bag on the way. No. (laughs) (laughs) There really isn't. Here's your little activist starter kit, like in the mail. Like, right. Nah. Nah. You're late. Like, get on. (laughs) You should have been here. Yeah. But thank you for joining. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're losing our minds, y'all. Like, I, I listen, this episode was all over the place because this is just what y'all got today. You're welcome. And I, and I think that, like, but I, I do, I'm glad that we did this and that we hit record because this is what people need to hear. Again, the original intent of this show was to invite people into these conversations of what it's like to be engaged in this work, what's on the minds of us, you know, people who are, again, engaged, leading people, what's happening behind the scenes just like a peek into what this is really about. So I think that, I think that this was an important episode. We'd love to hear, you know, your reflections 
reflections, right? I want to say that specifically, not necessarily if you saw it's good or bad, but like, what is this making you consider? We'll post, you know, we'll post the link to this on Instagram and like hang out with us there and, uh, and let us know, you know, what this kicks up for you. Interested to see that. Any final words, please? Are you good? I'm done. No. All right. I'm just done. I'm no like, problem. No. We're done with today. Yeah. <laughs> we need I'm, a vacation, please. It's like. I think also, to be totally fair to the listeners, this is the last thing I have to say. I also today decided I'm canceling my birthday. Oh. Why? What's Because it's the fucking 4th of November. You don't I want to watch the No, like, I know. I know. The I'm day just... after the election, which I know we're not going to have results, but like. Between little baby Gilead and like the state of the world and, and perpetual lockdown and the perpetual lockdown and uh, what feels like impending doom because the current president has already been mounting legal like it's like up to oh my legal God. cases yeah he's like ready to to just argue that you know the unconstitutionality of election results like bro how sway how like you. Anyways, I so I just like don't really care. I just don't care. Like it it feels hard to like then go so like what am I gonna do? You know, because like we can't really do anything. I mean, we can. Yeah. You can go to certain restaurants, but you know, the Bay Area doesn't really have like an outdoor culture, like historically, right? We don't have like New York does. If I was in New York, it would probably be a different situation. Right. Um, or even in LA, it might be a different situation, but like, we don't really have an outdoor culture here Yeah, because it's only sweltering hot for like three months out of the year. Right. And then other than that, we have really hot days and then it gets wild cold at night. So like, you know, there's like, what am I going to yeah. go do? And it's going to be cold. Well, California cold, you know, <laughs> California cold. I just don't, I don't know. It feels like I might just hop in my car and drive as far as I can until I don't have service. And I'm going to sit outside with like a Topo Chico and a speaker. I don't know. I love it. That sounds I might great. do that. So, <laughs> so uh, like, I also have just like the weight of the world feels very real today. And I'm just like, fuck everything. Yeah. I don't care. I hear that. Well, this is what y'all get. The realness. This is what it's like. Right. <laughs> and so I basically just we, we had a regular conversation that we would have and we just happened to record it so. yeah exactly so you know depending on how things go over the next week or so you may get an episode next week or not <laughs> who knows just know that if it that just know that if there isn't it's because we're conserving our energy mm-hmm. and you know responding to like our needs and it's not because you know any you know that that's what it is. Wild has happened. We're just prioritizing yeah. our exactly. self-care and right. our humanness. Exactly. All and right, y'all. Well, we'll talk to you eventually. No, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Bye. Thank y'all for listening to this episode of That's Not How That Works. To become part of our community and to continue the conversation, please join us in the Facebook group. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and if you have a moment, leave a written review because it'll help people find us. Until next time, this is Trudy. And I'm Weez. And we out.